Okay, I gotta record this. You have to do it. Oh, that's so creepy. Okay. That's supposed to be a pig. Yeah. It's me, like, somehow sucking air through a part of my throat while I close that part of the throat. I've, it's a family talent. Like, <laughs> we all, like, my dad, my sister, and I can all make that weird sound. It doesn't feel great. It doesn't hurt, but it feels like if I keep doing it, I might damage my <laughs> throat eventually. Well, maybe don't do it then. Yeah, I mean, it. Or I'm, just keep doing it. I don't have occasion to do it much. It was more of a thing I would do when I was a kid to, like, show off, I guess. that's <laughs> It worked. I got so popular. Kids <laughs> kid show off in the weirdest ways. Yeah. Like, I, I always thought... There, there was always that one kid that could, like, make fart noises out of their mm-hmm. armpit. Yeah. And kids who could burp the alphabet. I cannot burp on command. Or very well when not on command. I can't burp. I I just live with gas in me. (laughs) I've got a couple years left before I float away. (laughs) It's one way. Yeah. No, Uh, in the last few years, I've been able to burp more. But usually I would just gurgle. Like just inside of my (laughs) my stomach would gurgle. And people are like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just gurgling. On that note, welcome to breakfast with your friends. Yeah. Episode four. Breakfast we had today was everything bagels with cream cheese from Dunkin' Donuts and coffee. That was good. It was good. Well, it really wasn't. Dunkin' Donuts isn't um, the best as far as their bagels and their cream cheese, nor their execution of, of bagels. Occasionally, I get a bagel there that seems like it was prepared by a master chef, and I wonder what new world I've stumbled into. And then it's just crap for another month. Maybe every batch of bagels they make has like a few outliers. There's a few that are just like rotting dough. Yeah. And there's a few that are amazing. And the rest are just like just mediocre fluffy bread. Kind of like stale toroidal bricks. <laughs> well, today for my bagel, they took all the cream cheese, but they didn't smear it very much. So they just put it over the hole and then oh. and smushed the bagel down on it. And then it oozed a little to the side but i had to like pull out globs of of cream cheese from the hole it looked like the whole so i don't say this very often but i feel like your bagel had too much cream cheese it, it did but it could have had some of the too much smeared to the outsides of the bagel there was a little too little yeah. on the rim on the outside and t- way too much in the hole it's it's very hard for me to say that though because i Love cream cheese. Yeah. Like, how could you not? It's pretty good. It could, there could be too much. It for sure. can be. It, it has to. It, you almost have, deliberately have to go out of your way to mm-hmm. put too much cream cheese on there. And I feel like they did that with you. Possibly. Or they just were lazy. They That's paying, also fair. They weren't paying attention to how much they were smearing. They just flopped a whole, like, globule in the middle and smushed it. Considering then... that they're even, like... I, I said I was gonna say awake. Considering they're open right now is like I guess I can't complain. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have the drive-through. People can still get their coffee, and it's not as busy as it normally is. But mm. I feel like they're still making some money anyway. Truckers at the truck stop. Yeah. Yeah. It, there were plenty of trucks there. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Mm-hmm. Well, we're still in the pandemic. <coughs> week week. Mm, depending on how you're counting it 
two or three or, or 12 like yeah or like <laughs> 16 but some weeks some number of weeks between two and 20 yeah what a long year this week has been <laughs> i know that's been used but it's still true it's becoming more and more relevant yeah i think this last week i started like <laughs> accepting sort or just being beaten down um regards to with regards to my fate and i'm just like whatever i'm never leaving my house and i don't want to leave my house it's and, like they're gonna want us to go back to work at some point although it's indefinite and i'm gonna be like no i'm not going back i'm just working in my living room you sound like the protagonist from a Camus novel <laughs> it's like well this is my fate life yeah. is absurd yeah let me murder someone for no reason <laughs> whatever I, I think i missed that the first time <laughs> <laughs> in the stranger no, when never mind. Oh. <laughs> when you said it. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been under your breath. Yeah. It's boring. It's a boring life, but whatever. I just do the work, do work all day if, I, if it's a weekday, and then I walk for like 2 hours and then I watch Netflix. There you go. Yeah. I've increasingly drawn myself into video games which is nice. Mm-hmm. Although I'm trying to get out of it and um, get back into academic pursuits. So I actually have this huge pile of books that I'm going through now. I figure if I'm going to vegetate, I might as well do it and not let my brain atrophy as well as the rest of my body. <laughs> Keep the brain sharp. <clears throat> yeah. So I like I have this queue of books that I've been waiting for years to read, putting it off. I figure, why not? I never leave my house anyway, but I'm using this as an excuse to actually get around to reading them. That's good. Yeah, I haven't. I've thought about reading, but I still haven't done it. I'm just like, I just sit there in a like, catatonic state and watch stuff while I like listen to podcasts while I also play <laughs> games on my phone. Well, that's because you allow computery things in your bed. And I mean, so do I, but yeah. like, I try to limit it. To very limited success. <laughs> the only thing more limited than computery things in this bed is the success to which I'm implementing yeah. in this role. <laughs> it's more like I just don't allow Netflix on my laptop. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know. I have a TV in my bedroom with Netflix on it, so it doesn't really... <laughs> You're up a creek. Yeah. There's no going back. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, what did I watch on Netflix recently? I watched Made in Mexico, which is a um, show about like upper class people in Mexico City. It's pretty interesting. Um, you get to see a side of Mexico that I wasn't familiar with. I mean, I'm not really familiar with Mexico in general. I've never been, but... Yeah, I was going to say, media portrayal of Mexico is typically not... Yeah, exactly. They always focus on the like poor area element of it and the, and the um, you know, cartel element of it but this is just like you know fancy like renowned families jet setting having baptism parties at their uh at their fancy like ranch (laughs) having other kinds of parties i don't know what a baptism party is um i don't i don't really know either it's just i guess baptizing a kid oh all right yeah people have People just need, like, the faintest excuse to hold a party, don't they? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially if you're, like, upper class. If you're, like, a fancy... I guess this one 
the person who hosted the baptism party for her kid like their family has been prominent in you know mexico for hundreds of years so <laughs> great so they like hobnob and all that so uh, they have like you know servants and all that kind of stuff all right yeah. the, the entire mm-hmm. gamma of aristocracy yeah and they seem, they're actually fairly interesting people like they're better as far as like interest level than when you go to like reality people in la you know like those are more vapid the kardashians and all that kind of stuff but these people were at least had a little bit more to say yeah. Right. Well, the Kardashians are the definition of nouveau riche, I think. Mm-hmm. They haven't been around for many generations. Yeah, they're not quite as classy. as. They still think being on television is fun. Yeah. <laughs> besides Made in Mexico, I was watching Singapore Social, <laughs> which was <laughs> young, uh, fancy people in Singapore. I think I'm over it, though. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. but What, you're over the canings? I know no canings were depicted. You wouldn't know that Singapore still has caning in their law from this um, show, Singapore social show. Yeah, it's almost like they don't want to put that in there for a reason. Yeah, and none of the people are like against the law or getting arrested or anything like that. They're all like charmed, you know. So yeah, I imagine like if you look in the credits of those shows, there's got to be some like tourism board that's like, oh yeah, let's not put that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to show the the bright side of Singapore. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, Singapore is wonderful in many ways, mm-hmm. or so I'm told. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looks like a place that I'd like to go visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you telling me about this. We looked up a bunch of laws about it. Yeah. And it's like, no, like you can get beaten for public drunkenness. Yeah, public drunkenness and bringing chewing gum. In oh, yeah. chewing gum that's right it like you have to have like a prescription for it mm-hmm. otherwise like it's against the law that one blows my mind yeah i, I kind of understand because they want to keep it really clean but i've very rarely in all the times i've chewed gum ever thrown my gum on the ground i mean i always just put it in the trash so i feel like everyone else could do that maybe just like littering should be um, subject to caning and you can chew gum if you want yeah that's what i would say well i guess like i've never seen anyone throw gum on the ground but if i if you go on any sidewalk in mm-hmm. a city it's just covered in gum yeah like black gum yeah so i i, I can understand why they've just banned the product outright mm-hmm. but i'm sure they were all too eager to do it like the first time like people started dropping gum on the floor there's like you know three pieces of gum on the ground they're like that's it it's over for everyone it's it's ruined no more gum (laughs) you've ruined gum for everyone Mm -hmm. that like the singapore times is like millennials are destroying chewing gum generational warfare (laughs) they were talking about generation C being like the COVID-19 generation that's like born after this. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I just assumed that it was generation Z. And then we like, were going to die. Then, yeah, we were all dead because it was the last letter. Yeah. I, th- I think that's still like kind of on the table. <laughs> yeah, the jury's out. But in case. <laughs> and also you don't want to like have a new generation and tell them that they're not generation Z. And then when they ask kind of like 
what generation are we? It should be like, oh yeah, you're not going to grow up. No, you're, you're, you're fucked. <laughs> like, we're not even going to name you. You're going to be dead before you're 20. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be plot number 12,096. <laughs> you're going to be, you're the mass grave generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not dark at all. <laughs> <laughs> generation C for COVID-19 and climate change. Yeah. Uh, and carcinogens mm -hmm. cookie and cookies yeah you got well there's got to be a silver lining c is for COVID 19 and that's good enough for me (laughs) i don't remember the song going like that (laughs) well you didn't really watch sesame street did you those muppets scared the hell out of me really yeah i liked them no i liked oscar Mm-hmm. the grouch one yeah he, he wasn't scary i know he wasn't he was like the one that i'm like okay i'm on board <laughs> this feels like home <laughs> <laughs> like, i can relate i got mood feelings yeah it's not that you're grouchy but i could sort of see how you and oscar are on the same wavelength i get along with grouches really well yeah I think I get, like, just on a deep level, I understand why you hate everything. Yeah, you can tap into the grouch. Yeah. Pretty well. I've invoked it kind of like in a Jungian sense. I've come to terms with that inner evil within me, Mm -hmm. but I can project it outward as positivity. Nice. That's great. I mean, kind of. I'm still just an asshole inside. (laughs) Well, at least you're not an asshole to everyone else. Well, you know. Too much, yeah. They think I'm not. Maybe it's just because I think that I'm not saying you should live in a trash can, but I can really see you popping your head out of a trash can and like talking to people as they walk by. One day in my life. That's a bucket list item for yeah. me, actually. Get a metal trash can, which is probably going to be hard to come by. Yeah, they're not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Well, it, you could use one of those those plastic ones that they use nowadays just don't Uh, be in it when the truck comes around and dumps you yeah automatically no i'd have to get a metal one just so i didn't like wind up at the county dump or whatever Mm -hmm. and just like as people walk by pop out what are you doing by my garbage (laughs) just cough on them yeah (laughs) as they walk by reach out and grab them oh it's so disgusting you'd be called like in the papers like the trash can grabber yeah i would demand to be called the grouch nice the grouch should be in the batman franchise as one of the villains the joker the penguin the grouch i know snl did a spoof on it uh in line with when the the newest joker movie came out Mm -hmm. they made a spoof called the grouch Oscar the Grouch related? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I might have seen that and forgotten, or more likely I just like independently came up with that yeah. scenario. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to go right for SNL after this. It's tops. It's <laughs> such a good video. That's cool. Yeah, the Muppets, um, the Sesame Street Muppets were pretty cool. Um, I like Grover. Who's the blue one? Oh, yeah. That's right. I like um, Snuffleupagus, um, Big Bird. That's cool. I think Big Bird's the one I didn't like. Big Bird was kind of like the the five year old. 
Well, who he, is a bird? I didn't even care about that. Like his, he needs to calm the fuck down because his eyes. He looks like a. He looks like someone whose name should have been Crazy Earl. If you look Crazy into Earl. his eyes, <laughs> and, but they're all over the place. Like everyone else in that, every other Muppet in that has like normal, quasi normal eyes. Mm-hmm. But then Big Bird's just like, hey. <laughs> Because he's like a five-year-old. He's like so excited, just like frolicking around with his buddy, who's a woolly mammoth. Yeah. I'm like, you need to calm down, get off the stilts, and like put some sunglasses on. Big Bird was prescribed Adderall, but he didn't actually have ADHD. So it just turned him, instead of calming him down, it just turned him way up. <laughs> Does that happen? Um, it does in Muppet Land. I've never really dabbled in those. My understanding is that people with ADHD take those and they it helps them like focus and calm down. And I know that people who take them without prescriptions tend to do it so that they can like study and focus and they get kind of hopped up. So I'm just, I don't know, speculating that if you don't have ADHD and you take it, it's, it's effectively an upper for you. Yeah. Well, it is a stimulant. I yeah. know that. It was an upper for the other people, too, but who do have ADHD. But for some reason, I guess the theory is it makes them be able to, like, deal in the world better. Yeah. I, th- I think it's the element of focus that's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. I've never done it, yeah. so I've always been interested in trying Adderall. There were times when I wished I had it so I could do like a paper or something but by then it was like way too late there was no way to obtain it it was like it's two in the morning I need to write the paper and I don't have any so I'll just drink a lot of coffee and freak out yeah yeah I mean that's one way to do it and coffee is like the opposite of Adderall though I do not focus well I guess I do if I have like a cup but who has a cup of coffee because you want to keep it going yeah mm-hmm. you've got to chase that dragon yeah and you know off the cliff it is right off the cliff <laughs> the dragon like jumps and fl- starts flying away and you're like woo <laughs> into the rocks uh, when i last visited my parents they just drink like several pots of coffee a day mm-hmm. and i'm not used to it so uh, when i v- was visiting they just kept bringing me out coffee and i drank it and then more would appear and i would drink it and by like 2 p.m. I'd been there for like four hours. By 2 p.m. I was jittery and just a hot mm-hmm. mess and couldn't stop talking. <laughs> You're like jittery, emotional, nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a typical visit with parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was decaf. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on me, right? <laughs> it was just their influence. No, your parents seem pretty chill. They... They they do. They like complaining a lot, but yeah. in a way that I can find palatable. Yeah. They they're not chill about games like Scrabble and Yahtzee, but that's sort of a nice little I don't know area that people can freak out in. That's not really that upsetting. They're very competitive. Yeah, I don't think I've ever quite heard so much name calling as when my dad is playing Scrabble. Yeah. Or Yahtzee, which isn't even competitive. Yeah. Like, you can't... It's luck, right? It's luck if you beat someone. Yeah. But he'll trash talk and, like, say you're, like, horrible at the game. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking rolling dice, man. I'd hate to see him 
playing Candyland. I. <laughs> God, it, you know what? Fuck that game. That's worse than Walk. Like how your dad claims to be illiterate, but is like also an avid Scrabble player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he almost broke a thousand points. Wow. I mean, it, it's in Super Scrabble, so like mm-hmm. the point base is a little higher. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think he has our family's high score now. He beat me by like 150. Oh, uh, damn. I still have, you know, point of pride. And this is something that the listeners obviously care about. But I do have a 400 point word that I scored oh, in that game. In Super Scrabble? Yeah. That was obnoxious. I wonder what the equivalent would be in like non-Super Scrabble. I've never played Super Scrabble, so I don't know. Um. Well, they had the, in Super Scrabble, they have... They have like the double and triple tiles. They also have quadruple tiles. Oh, uh, okay. And I hit a quadruple word and a triple word in the mm-hmm. same thing, and it was just kablamo. Kablamo. What was the word? Oh, I don't remember. Oh. It was big though. Yeah. It had like a, I think it had a ck in it and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Cuckolding. <laughs> Cuckoldry. Got to get that y in there too. Was, I, I, it's not coming to mind right now. Yeah. So. I haven't played Scrabble in a while. I played it online, or like Words with Friends. I was pretty good at that, because you don't need to know if it's a word. You just try and play it, and it'll tell you if it's not a word. Oh, that half the fun is trying to sneak in something that isn't a word. Eh, I like just trying to sneak in things that, are, like, that I think are words, but I don't have to worry if they're not. I can just pl- try to play them, and then see what happens some words with friends would like reject it i haven't um, played in years though because people stopped playing yeah that was a fad for all of like a year yeah and, and then the account was like hacked and my shit on the dark web from that i'm like great <laughs> thanks zynga <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right about when they went out of business right did they go out of business i don't yeah, know yeah Before- they, either that or they laid off everyone oh after the uh Reach. This was in like 2012. Oh, well, they just had the breach like this last year. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, I guess they didn't go out of business. Yeah. I remember they had massive layoffs, though. Mm-hmm. They were right down the, the, the road from where I worked when I lived in Boston. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, places be laying off, then places be hiring. Yeah. Wayfair and Zynga used to like eat lunch together. Mm-hmm. Like a little, a little bit. It wasn't like anything formal, but it was like engineer lunches. <laughs> so that and sounds then, fun. <laughs> then one day they just weren't there. Zinga wasn't. Oh well. Wayfair sitting there. I wonder if she when that layoff was. Zinga's a company that makes like computer games. Yeah, they make all of those terrible, mm-hmm. uh, like Facebook games was their big thing like various crappy mobile games yeah i'm really talking the company up <laughs> <laughs> words with friends was fun but it's time has passed yeah yeah it's seen better days mm-hmm. like the 40s <laughs> the 40s yeah with scrabble <laughs> yeah i don't know i think the heyday of my words with friends was like the 2013 and 14 is when i was doing the most playing nice yeah i never really got into it mm-hmm. i've never been a fan of which is ridiculous because i play video games 
but whenever they take a board game and put it on the computer, I detest it. Hmm. Like, I don't like virtual solitaire. There's something... The facsimile bothers me. I mainly have played solitaire on the computer. I don't think I've hardly ever played it with cards. Ah, there's something wonderful about shuffling the cards and then dealing them out and realizing you have no moves from the start and then having to reshuffle. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm lying. <laughs> what, lying about the no moves from the start? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, like, that's, that's the one though. drawback of playing like with an actual deck of cards is that shuffling and dealing takes forever. Yeah, you have to really like shuffling and dealing. Yeah. But, like, it is way more rewarding, in my opinion, to win a game of solitaire by moving things around. It's almost Kabbalistic, where you're performing this ritual with physical objects Mm -hmm. to achieve a goal. And by doing it on a computer, you are taking away the physical element that completes the ritual. It's definitely more absorbing, I think, to do it with physical cards but did you ever play solitaire on the computer because if you win at the end it's like the most satisfying animation where the cards all like um drop down and bounce and then occasionally the black shadow cards drop down and bounce and that's like the best well what are these black shadow cards well they bounce they bounce but it's basically occasionally they'll be like oh the light's such that this pile of cards dropping and bouncing instead of being shaded like with a white you know overlapping card look to it it's just black as if oh and it looks so cool oh that's pretty awesome it was fun i i i did play a little bit Mm -hmm. um just by virtue of me not wanting to actually deal out a hand for myself uh the one game that i liked the one solitaire on there i really loved i love free cell and oh, I used to play Free Cell all the time. Yeah, that one's super good. I don't remember how to play fun. right now, but I there was a period of time when I played Free Cell constantly. And I liked uh, Spider Solitaire. I thought that one was a terrible lot of fun. Klondike is just, that's like the classic Solitaire. Mm. The one where it's like seven across and it builds a little pyramid. Mm-hmm. It's so boring and it's so hard. I don't get how anyone can play. People complain about how hard Free Cell is. I cannot play Klondike to save my life. I think it's way harder. Hmm. I never knew it was called Klondike. Interesting. I think it is. I hope it is. Otherwise, I'm making a fool of myself. I don't know very much about Solitaire, honestly. So, I know one of the Solitaires on the computer had some bizarre, like set up where there was like money, like in the corner, and it would put you in the red and in the green. And I was. I didn't really understand what was going on, but. I didn't like that version. I like the, the straight version. It only ever put me in the red. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. But you weren't really betting anything. It was just like charging you for stuff and giving you money for stuff or points or I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, like fake money. Yeah. They were trying to gamify solitaire. Yeah, which is a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to gamify this game. I recently... And by recently, I mean within the last four years, found a Microsoft Solitaire app. I think it was for the iPad. And they had microtransactions in it. Oh, wow. And you could, like, buy different packs of cards with real money. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Different packs of just 
like they had better designs on them or something yeah just like different skins yeah nice try microsoft (laughs) i hope they got no money out of that i hope so it's unfortunate that they they have fallen so far from grace microsoft Yeah. yeah well not that they were ever terribly graceful to be completely real they got microsoft teams it's not too bad works pretty good they got microsoft word meh excel thumbs up excel's pretty good yeah access meh access no yeah thumbs down (laughs) two thumbs down there two thumbs down there we go here's a segment rate microsoft shitty software (laughs) what other things they have skype meh well it's the, it was nice when it worked, but now it's going out of what's the end of life or whatever. I don't know. They're they're yeah. discontinuing it now. It sucks. Well, it here's the thing: well. Skype wasn't a Microsoft product. Yeah, they, they bought did. it and made it terrible. Right, and now they're getting rid of it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> like they literally bought something, broke it, and <laughs> just getting rid of it. Why don't you just like you already paid for it? Go find the people who made it. See if they could teach you how to how to make it work and keep using it it's already like 99 percent done right skype yeah it's been around people like it i don't know they want to push people to teams i guess i mean it's always been only okay yeah like something like discord now is just superior in features and it's far more intuitive to use than skype there are some good skype um emojis my favorite one is the um like disembodied yellow head turning to its right and then slamming itself into the floating wall oh i do forth. like that one i use that one a lot <laughs> i'm not surprised <laughs> i'm like oh my fucking god bam 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 that one's good i like the emo one yes i like that one that's a good one yeah. blowing its like emo hair yeah up. like whoosh. yeah the thumbs up unfortunately on skype and it's even worse on teams my i credit goes to my friend for first noticing this but it just unfortunately looks like a hand jerking someone off well that changes every conversation i've had in skype in a lewd fashion and then the thing is in skype it does that but then eventually it stops moving you know same with all of them really like even though well the one slamming into the wall it stops slamming after like sure 15 minute seconds but on teams the hand just keeps moving forever <laughs> and i'm like oh damn like yeah but why would you use the emojis in teams when you like the gif option is available it's easier to use the emojis than to f- find a gif mm, maybe but the like if you just want to say like a thumb up like yeah cool that's you know then you just want to say that you don't want to find it the gif the gif brings more like emotions to it and more complex you know i feel like some nuance yeah and if you just want to say like cool you could send ideally you could send a thumbs up but to find a gif that's just to say like all right cool sounds good that's going to take a while and be a little too nuanced for what you're trying to get across yeah it like i guess for simple things the gifs aren't terribly effective Mm -hmm. yeah it's a good option though definitely i i I have a friend who spoke in gifts on a message board for a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've I've like walked up to people 
work and looked at what was on their screen and it was them and someone else having conversations and all i see is gifs back and forth just gif wars yeah yeah and like there's a little bit like a little text and they're talking about an actual thing that they're working on they're not just it's not recreational conversations where they're just talking about like their families or something or pets they're talking about work but there's a lot of emotions being conveyed via gifts and it's cool i think it's funny yeah, yeah. i think it adds a level of nuance to a conversation online that yeah. didn't exist prior mm-hmm. it's we've come a long way from colon and parenthesis mm-hmm. and although i still like to use those i know there well my problem with them now is that they get converted into little images yeah and i prefer just the text yes i agree the images sometimes are a little crazy for what you intended to say. You intended to just do a little smile, and then it's like some Huge face that's thing. like grinning like a maniac. And I'm like, I'm not that happy. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I am like, like pleasantly pleasant... surprised. Ah, jinx. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm pleasantly <laughs> pleased. Yeah, I, I'm content. I'm not like ready to rip your scalp off. <laughs> Unless this is meant sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. No, like developers need to realize that. Just because they can turn text into an image doesn't mean they should. No, they shouldn't. If I want to click an image, I'll click on the little emoji section and I'll select an image. Thank you very much. Exactly. That's all it takes. Yeah. Give me the option to have a picture and give me an option to not have a picture and I will be a happy user. Mm-hmm. Don't force your little Simpsons skinned pieces of crap down my throat if i don't want them (laughs) you're making the users unhappy and you know what happens when you make the users unhappy i don't know um stop using it yeah well skype gets cycled out yeah (laughs) other microsoft products to rate include what else do they have access database they project i've never used that before I don't even... I've never heard of Project. I think Microsoft Project is to make, like, project plans, I think. Oh. Isn't that, like, every Microsoft product? To make project plans? I don't know how you do it in Word or Excel. Not easily. Uh, I mean, you could, but I think you could set up, like, oh, you know, the dependencies of this task and the certain end dates and all that, you know. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. It is kind of cool if you're a project manager, especially. Oh, I'm thinking of Visio. Oh, no. Yeah, Vizio. Vizio is cool. I like Vizio. Thumbs up. Can't you do... Like, I know I do similar things in Vizio. Although it might not be designed to do that specifically. You can do, like, a process and show that. And you could probably map out a project. But you can't, like... um, Easily update it, probably. So... And it's not like Visio is going to repopulate with dates. So, like, you could probably in Project or other uh, other um, project management software put, like, the date that something's going to start and the date that it's going to end. And then if it's dependent on certain things, you can designate that. And then if those dates shift, it's going to update the other dates, probably. You no, know, things like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, you don't have to go in and, like, recalculate everything every time you make a change to the schedule. That sounds like how we've configured service now. To do project management stuff? Yeah. That's cool. Let's see. Other ones. OneNote. Yeah, I like OneNote. I don't use it currently. I used to use it a lot in another job, but it's pretty good. I 
have heard wonderful things about it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I used it for like audit work papers, which I don't think it's supposed <laughs> it's supposed to be used for, but um we didn't have work paper software. So yeah. we It's used just that. a sketch pad basically, right? No, it's you can sketch in it, but you could type in it. Well, I mean, yeah, like it's just a it's like an empty canvas that you can put in pictures and text and write in. Yeah, and you make pages too. Yeah. So trying to think you could have like a page that's like a table of contents and then you could have each chapter or section as like a, a main page and then you can have sub pages within them and you can like link them within it hmm. and you can convert it to pdf and all that so it's pretty cool for certain things yeah you know for all the shit that we give microsoft most of their software is pretty decent yeah it just they've been around so long and they've done enough to us in the past with like in the late 90s and early 2000s yeah, that it's sort and of like horrible corporate practices in the 80s and 90s and just like i like excel a lot but it's been around so long that why is are there still bugs are there still bugs i don't use it enough to get like any I mean, issues sometimes it just doesn't work well like if i want to if i have a shared workbook and I'm trying to freeze the top row, which I need to, so I can scroll and still see it. And it like sometimes just won't do it. It decides <laughs> that the top row is like the top six rows. And then I have to like unfreeze and then freeze the top row again. And I'm like, why? Just don't do that. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. Like I said, freeze top row. And now you've taken it upon yourself to freeze six rows at some point not right away <laughs> but like at some point later and like it's like it can't handle it and then it just fucks up and i'm like this has been around for like 30 years so just fix it yeah like it's been long enough yeah come in here and at this point fix this dumb bug yeah and you know what though there must be a problem with that type of software because i've never seen a spreadsheet software that just works there's yeah. always some horrible bug that goes along with it yeah like even Google Sheets, you'd think Google, like the lord of all, like software development right now, you can't ha- enter without occasional like to go down a row without occasionally adding a new line hmm. into a cell. Oh, weird! I haven't done a lot of Google Sheets, but that's bizarre. Yeah, and hopefully one day down the line it'll be fixed. But for now, it just seems like. <laughs> this bug's been around for years and no one's done anything about it yeah it's disappointing it's a productivity killer yeah because then you have to like halt if you're doing some like repetitive task you have to like stop what you're doing and go delete and enter Mm -hmm. like symbol Mm -hmm. and then kind of ramp back up just to have another one show up a minute later Excel and probably Google Doc or Google Spreadsheet too, but definitely Excel. If you do the wrong thing, sometimes it's your own fault. Sometimes it's the fault of like your ma- your mouse selections thinking you're doing something different. Then it gets itself into like this formula loop that you yeah. can't get out of, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, like, and it's and you're stuck. Abort, abort. Yeah, and you gotta like just shut down or try and find the formula bar if you can get to it and delete it there. It's 
this has been an interesting spreadsheet discussion <laughs> but i think everyone's gonna be like hell yeah they get it, it they get it they get it our audience is fairly sophisticated look if you're not using spreadsheets you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah we didn't say that in the outset. We thought it was assumed. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Get yeah. it together. Get your life together. Start using spreadsheets. They're for more than just work. You can have a lot of fun. Yeah, spreadsheets are fun, for sure. I know I've watched videos of a guy who draws using uh, using a spreadsheet. Oh. Like, he colors the cells and then zooms out really far. Okay. That's cool. It's kind of nerdy yeah it is i mean it seems tedious these these are people with plenty of time on their hands mm-hmm. i guess it could be like the adult coloring books where you're just you got some design black and white and you just sort of sit there and color it's like soothing and takes your mind off of other things i guess you know you're on a computer but you just have your spreadsheet up and you just click on different little cells and change them colors and yeah go from there you know there's something like i was just thinking about this there's a certain meditative quality that shows up when doing nonsensical things and i'm wondering if because i have this inner conflict where i'm like okay well i need to be doing something productive i need to be out doing this i need to be out doing that I need to get my dishes cleaned and God knows what else. But there's another half of me that's just like, I want to vegetate. And then when I do vegetate, invariably, because my dishes still aren't done, I feel better afterward. And it's a similar feeling that I get to when I, like, consciously meditate. And I'm wondering if it's taking a similar... Um... I wonder if it's using a like a similar part of the brain to engage in those mundane tasks as it is to meditate. Yeah, good question. I mean, I think it's definitely when you're doing the mundane tasks, it, it can take your brain off of like ruminating because you're focusing just enough. Like kind of when I'll wake up early in the morning, can't go back to sleep, I'll put on like a podcast or something and then I will like fall asleep listening to it but just having there to be something for me to focus on a little bit lets me fall asleep yeah it's you know what it reminds me of are those guided meditations where you're supposed to focus on your breath Mm -hmm. i wonder if it's just the focusing on something is what is the benefit of those meditations Mm -hmm. because i'm playing animal crossing right now and i get the same feeling like Mm -hmm just going around picking up shells but it's because i think it's because the brain is solely focused on that activity yeah i think what you might be missing in that versus meditating is i think in meditating there's a theory that you're making your brain stronger when you bring your attention back to something because your brain wants to wander and every time you bring it back to the breath then you're training it and whereas in animal crossing you're not really tempted to focus on anything else besides animal crossing but doesn't mean that it's not doing some fun you know stuff to your brain because you are like forgetting about your like troubles you're getting a relief from things you're kind of zoning out you know right i wonder if maybe like hard mode meditation would be focus on your breath while playing animal crossing 
that would be hard. I don't think you could be really playing while you're doing that. Or mate. Yeah, well, that's what makes it hard, right? You have to not play the game mm-hmm. and just have someone else sitting there playing it while you're trying to focus on your breath. Harder mode meditation. Play Dungeons and Dragons while meditating. Christ. And people are just saying, okay, so I'm done. What happens now, Brian? Or whatever you say in Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. Whatever nomenclature is used. And then you're like just ignoring them because you're just sitting there with your eyes closed breathing. <laughs> <laughs> making them all wait that's the calmest game of D D. <laughs> except for the like people who are waiting for you to like give them their next dungeon master uh instruction or whatever yeah well you know what maybe they maybe part of part of the lesson i am trying to give them is that they need to relax before they get their reward yeah and that has nothing to do with me accidentally falling asleep <laughs> The good things come to those who wait, and just because that you're playing the game doesn't mean they're going to get anywhere. Life, it's about the journey. It's not about the destination. That's right. And that's what I do with my Dungeons and Dragons. I teach important life lessons. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you just you use Dungeons and Dragons games to make them into better people. It's not what I do at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're not playing hard hard mode meditation. You're playing regular D and D. Yeah, yeah that that is a game that you can get heavily invested in, and then find out that you've done nothing <laughs> for six hours. Like every game, pretty much. Yeah, I, I'm troubled with it because it is fun and I enjoy both playing it and running it. Mm-hmm. But I don't like having to invest an afternoon into it. I wish there was a micro version of the game that could be done in like 45 minutes. And there isn't? You couldn't shorten it? I'm sure there are ways. I am not clever enough to think of them myself. Why does it take so long to get everyone set up? Uh, yeah, there's setup, there's horsing around, there's, like, somewhere in the middle of all of it, there's a narrative that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure why. I think a lot of it has to do with the un... It, it is a fairly unstructured game, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of clawing in the dark to try and figure out what to do. Yeah. It's like a social thing it seems like i mean there's no point to it per se it's just sure hanging out with people and playing fantasy right yeah and it's an it is it it is really just a social event um that takes several years to complete (laughs) uh but at the end you have a close-knit group of buddies or i don't know maybe not yeah, yeah, you definitely get the one thing that is fascinating about it is that the amount of inside jokes that come from playing one of these games is certainly non-negative. Um if you get a group of people who've played the game sitting together, they'll tell jokes and stories about things that never happened 
and but like they have a shared memory of these non-events is that just if they did the same game together yeah yeah mm-hmm. but there's something about the shared experience that makes it more real than yeah. non-reality yeah i guess like for things like you know scrabble you know you play it with your friends but you're never going to refer very rarely unless there was some crazy word but you're never going to be like oh you remember that time when we did this in scrabble you know yeah you have to be playing scrabble for a long time to get that kind of yeah. <laughs> or is this is like a story and like a shared like collective you know delusion well not delusion people know it's not real but you know dungeons and dragons that is it's like this shared like fantasy that everyone like has characters and they all did things even though nothing really happened and so they could draw from it it's like as if they'd gone on a trip together yeah they went on a trip and never left the couch mm-hmm. which i'm pretty sure is an homage to lsd but <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> the summary that you just did yeah <laughs> is an homage yeah well can you imagine do people ever do like hallucinogens and play dungeons and dragons i can't imagine they do there's got to be someone who's done it. Yeah, but it wouldn't work out too well. Yeah, I'm sure you could smoke marijuana and play because that impairs you about as much as alcohol. Yeah. And I think alcohol is one of those things that a lot of people do when playing. When playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for any, anything like, like a hallucinogen or like... Well, really, anything else might be a little too intense. Yeah, people doing cocaine, Dungeons and Dragons. That might be a fast game. (laughs) Maybe that's the missing element. If you want, if you want to speed up your Dungeons Dungeons Dragons campaign, try cocaine. Yeah, brought to you by Sigmund Freud. (laughs) Try uppers. Try meth. Yeah. It's just not, for some reason, meth plus Dungeons and Dragons reminds me of Insane Clown Posse. I don't know if that's at all real, but that's just what I'm thinking. That No, that... I, I can see, like, the alchemy of the mind producing Insane Clown Posse from yeah. those two. Yeah. I don't know if, like, the Juggalos play Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if they really do meth too much. I don't much. want them to do either. Yeah. I feel like the ice no just <laughs> no all right we'll stop i'm thinking of insane clown posse or any what are they called juggalos i think so thinking of them on uh math is very discomfort dis discomforting mm-hmm. it's a nightmare yeah it's a nightmare that i know is probably happening somewhere at this moment <laughs> somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> Somewhere in Illinois. <laughs> Probably like more mid, like mid or west. Oh, like, mid or west. Okay. I'm thinking so, like Kansas or Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in Nebraska, a juggalo takes some crystal meth. <laughs> and rolls a 20-sided die. <laughs> Nat 20. <laughs> in a world where juggalos... <laughs> <laughs> make crystal meth in their trailers <laughs> and get together with their friends on the weekends over discord <laughs> <laughs> god 
He thought he was rolling a 20-sided die, but he was really rolling his teeth. <laughs> uh, See, this is why you don't mix meth with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, even for a joke. <laughs> it just gets so bad. I got, I'm sorry I took it there. Yeah. I forget what I was going to say about Dungeons and Dragons and hallucinations. Oh, I was watching, starting yesterday, um, Wormwood on Netflix. It's about um the mk ultra program that the cia did for well who knows how long because they destroyed virtually all the records related to it but at least you know 20 years or so where it was their mind control program and as part of it the main thing that came out about it was how they like gave lsd to like a a scientist and he ended up jumping out of a window um but it wasn't divulged till probably 20 years after it happened it happened in the 50s that the reason that he jumped out of the window was that he had been on lsd oh geez yeah and that the lsd was given to him by the cia as part of their you know mk ultra program they were drugging people without their knowledge or consent right yeah i haven't got that far in this documentary so i'm not really sure there's a little bit of doubt cast on whether he actually jumped um <laughs> or, or if, if they, they if they killed him, <laughs> yeah. Him. I, um, but he was initially drugged without on LSD without his knowledge. Um, t- so that would be terrifying. Yeah, I think it, it it was for him and his his boss who was also drugged. Yeah, like I cannot imagine just going about my day and then all of a sudden having a a hallucination. Oh, absolutely! It would be, be super scary. Doesn't stop. Yeah. And, you know, you hear people talk about what it's like to be schizophrenic and have those delusions, and it doesn't seem as all-encompassing as, like, a chemical hallucinogen trip. So, and those are obviously, you know, upsetting to people, you know, schizophrenic hallucinations, voices, and, and seeing some things, but it's not like the entire, you know, world that you're looking at is turning, like, colors and moving in and out and, and all that. yeah. As, it, as far as I understand. I No, uh, anyone I know with schizophrenia doesn't seem to have anything that's entirely crippling, like an LSD hallucination. Yeah. So it would be even more shocking if out of the blue, you know, you, you don't know about hallucinogens, you don't know that you've taken one, and then, you know, in this case, you're hanging out with your coworkers and some of your buddies at the CIA who you often will hang out with to share uh, discussions about your, you know, uh, p- secret little bio weapon programs and all that. And then all of a sudden you're tripping, you know, <laughs> and the CIA people are asking you questions and all that shit. So. And you can't understand them because they're actually sheep. <laughs> yeah. And then they're trying to get you to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> no. Terrifying. MK Ultra is an entire. We should have an episode about that at some point. Yeah, that would be interesting. Or like twenty episodes. Yeah, I have to read more on it. There's not all that much to know about it, but there's speculation that um, Kaczynski, Ted Kaczynski, not David. Um, it was you know the Unabomber was um, involved in the experiments when he was at Harvard in MK Ultra based ones and that could have been potentially why he ended up going a little uh bomby. Yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, like, not even to the point where, like, the drugs would ruin his mind or anything like that. But just knowing that it's happening, I think, would sow so much distrust in you. Well, and also, I don't know that the extent of the MKUltra program was was LSD. I think that was a component of it, but they did other things, too. But it's it's very hard to know what happened because they destroyed this, most of the records. I think the only reason we know what we know is that they forgot to destroy some of them. <laughs> Yeah. It was like a box that was like hidden somewhere. Yeah. Someone missed it in the in the purge. And then later on they were like, Oh, we found this box responsive to your request, so I guess we'll release it, you know. Yeah. Hooray for lazy janitors. <laughs> lazy administrators who yeah. went to destroy it and couldn't find hooray for non comprehensive filing systems. So Yeah. Well, I think we're about at time. Yeah, how long have we been chat? chat chitting we're coming up on 57 minutes all right we could sign off i suppose i suppose yeah to another day we bid you adieu bid you adieu and all of that nasty to you and you and you what (laughs) oh have you ever watched the sound of music uh a long time ago yeah it's that song so long goodbye a feeder saint adieu 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 Tia and yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Oh, yeah. I it, I don't remember that. <laughs> All I remember is what the hills were alive of. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. And it was spoilers. It was it was, was the, the sound, sound of music. music. Yeah. All right. Well, goodbye. We'll chat with you later. Be, uh, be well take care i almost combined that saying be care yes be care take well take have a wonderful day my little experiments (laughs) bye